0: The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center podcast feed. I'm Kat Sock for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Me and a guest ranking a topic five through one. It's pretty simple. And we are... Ooh, we're continuing this series let me bring in joseph scrimshaw welcome to the ranked dome my friend
1: oh I'm happy to be here in the dome to talk about action figures and just just play play in the dome play in the
0: dome this has been something that we started we were just gonna do one line uh, power of the uh power of the force 2 from the mid 90s because it's such a famous, infamous at times line, but we just keep going and we always shout out Jedi business. We don't know them. They're not a sponsor. They just got a great website. That's easy to navigate and look through uh, all the lines. And we just keep going and going and going. We're not stopping my friends. And you guys all seem to enjoy this walk down memory lane, uh, figures that you have figures that you should have had, want to have, or almost had. It's a fun journey. And today, Joseph, we are going to be ranking the star Wars vintage line the vintage collection which uh followed uh, and kind of overlaps the clone wars line we talked about last week and we are covering the 2010 to 2013 line joseph that is a robust line
1: it is there's a bunch there and it's so great um I know for myself, we, we always talk about how much we were collecting or not. And this was a time period where, um, I was traveling a lot and I didn't have a ton of money. Uh, so I was definitely not in a super action figure shopping, but I loved that this line existed. Um, they had done kind of like a, a, I think just some like special, uh, short versions of what would, what is going to become vintage because a couple years earlier I had I had got the best Luke on the vintage card mm-hmm. but then when right. this line officially started and they started to be just at target this was a line that I got really excited uh, to go and look at because we're going to talk about the actual figures but it's hard for me to overstate or to understate or to state at all the uh, effect of the actual packaging. Because, Mm. you know, I had those Kenner toys when I was a kid. I kept very few of the actual packages just right at the end in Return of the Jedi when it struck me. Oh, maybe I'd like to look at the packages again someday. So a huge part of the memory and the power is just the actual aesthetic of the package. And when this line started to be just in Target, you know, every time I went to buy toilet paper or whatever and I walked in. It hit me so hard every time. This was a huge, huge nostalgia blast that had this, like, just uh, flood of emotions from joy and longing to return to my childhood and wanting to buy them all. So, for me, this line was really powerful, not only because of the figures, but the packaging.
0: Well said, because I, I'm looking across, because this line comes back in 2018 or so. Uh, they start bringing back the vintage collection, and I'm looking across on my bulletin board where I have several of them hanging right now. And they're, they they pull you in, and they tug on those nostalgia heartstrings. That's not always a bad thing, maybe a bad thing for my uh, debit cards, credit cards, and target cards. But it, it pulls you in, and I like that you said this, because back in 2010 when this started popping up, Trying to think where I was, you know, working at uh, at the mall. It was as a director of security, and they had that, that comic shop, toy shop that I always mention. Halo thirteen opens up. Uh, where I meet my my friend Christina who eventually goes to start that dead celebrity clothing line, everything. And I used to pop in on my, with my morning coffee. And you know, obviously you're gonna I'm gonna just Transformers, there's GI Joe. There's a lot of things just tug on my nostalgia, heartstrings. But this line started popping up and it was working because there were some legend things, and I I'm not familiar with that. Oh, okay, that's is that a is that a Darth Malgus? What is that? I don't know. But then The specificity of the figures that they chose really started to work almost like it was 1995 again, Joseph, and the power of the force line really pulls you back to the early 80s as a child. This started almost pull me back to college nostalgia for childhood (laughs) nostalgia.
1: (laughs) it is amazing just these circles and circles of nostalgia and then we get up to the present day and you mentioned you know that they restarted the vintage line and now we get to this bizarre thing where the only three and three-quarter ray that you can get from uh from rise of skywalker is vintage so (laughs) we've skipped anything to be nostalgic about and it's just the first run is already nostalgia It's
0: just uh, upload the nostalgia straight into your uh, veins. All right, with uh, the context for our view on this collection and what we have now, and it's interesting as we start getting closer and closer discussing these lines that aren't so far in our past, it's going to be interesting to talk about our relationship to the lines. Uh, This might be one of the last ones that had that sense of wonder and remember Star Wars, at least for me. But we're going to begin this list, Joseph, working five to one with your number five.
1: My number five is the only one from this initial line that I own. And this is yet another from that explosion of action figure purchasing I did at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago last year. This was when I saw and I showed it to you and just like, "Ah, isn't it amazing this action figure existed? And you were like, you got to buy that. And it was just, thank goodness you didn't do that too much because I was just it's so action figure crazy. I was like, well. Ken said I had to, so I, I guess I have to. Uh, so I picked up Rats Tyrell and oh, Pit yeah. Droid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's so great. good. Uh, the, I think one of the power of the vintage lines is sometimes you get a figure that, for me, was like, oh, my God, that's the character that I had, that I that I loved, like Bespin Luke, but now it's an advanced figure. But it's the same card in this push and pull between the old and the new. And then some of these, it's great to see, like, The Phantom Menace rendered in the style of the, you know, original trilogy cards for the action figures. So there was the fun for me of just like, yep, it's the vintage style Phantom Menace uh, with the photo of the character from the film. It's a obscure, smaller character. It's, you know, one of the pod racers. But is those uh, uh, of you who listen to Force Center a lot? know a pod racer close to our heart. The doomed rats Tyrell. Uh, He's a great action figure he comes yeah. with a blaster he does just because he, <laughs> you know, he, he didn't need to right um i guess he was planning on you know taking somebody out you know we know the story of rats tyrell as he uh, he hmm. came to tatooine with his entire family and pack and heat i guess <laughs> just great um but moss so was bad, this man. Uh, Great detailed figure. You can take his goggles off. All that stuff comes with the pit droid. That's great. Uh, Comes with a blaster. Uh, But what I really, really love about him, which really puts him over the top and I pick him up and and look at this, is his photo on the actual package is screaming seconds before his death. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So it's like, hurry up. Hurry up and play with this figure while he's still alive, because even on the card you're holding, he's about to die. Oh, man. Have they ever released the Tyrell family action
0: pack where the sad kids and mom are <laughs> Maybe.
1: Oh, please, please. I, I really want that cinema scene, uh, the Tyrell family's trip to Tatooine.
0: Oh, no. What I love about this, because you can take the goggles and little visor off it's like a Clark Kent Superman thing. I can't. If you just show me that
1: picture of the fa- of the goggleless face, I may I might be stumped as to who it is. Yeah, you know when I when I clicked on that, I got this weird sense memory of like the first time I saw my grandma without her glasses. <laughs> 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 You're like, I recognize that's grandma, but that's not right. Put your glasses back on. <laughs> oh
0: my god, that's hilarious. Oh man, rats. Yeah, we love I. What what is it about rats that we love so much? We did the pod racing episode. We talked about I, you know, I almost think we could do an hour on rats. I, I it's it's just it's crazy. I love him so much. I'm right there with you.
1: Yeah, it's it is the sadness of his death for sure, but there's also just uh obviously the the all of the pod racers introduced a lot of different kinds of alien designs. I continue to just think his actual design is cool. So he just looks cool. I'm happy to pick him up and look at the uh, look at his action figure.
0: Yeah, he is a he is a racer of action, who met his uh, doom too soon there, and a great choice to launch this list number five. And there you go. That's that is back in you know 2010 nostalgia for just a, a, a decade earlier, and <laughs> it worked. And I wish that Phantom Menace line had more of the pod race figures. You know, I know they had some yeah. pods anything can get but just it would have been fun so great number five we're gonna go to my number five and we are going to bright tree village in the ewok perhaps behind it all i am choosing low gray ewok medicine man as my number five i was scrolling through some of these i do have some of these i held my hands some of these i didn't get i think this is one of those didn't get Still on the hunt at a convention type of thing. Maybe you can whisper in my ear. Get it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> there is like I love the Kenner Ewok figures. Even you know and 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 shout shout out to to Jennifer Landa. Her love of the Ewoks is is catchy. It's, it's contagious, and it, it, it fused my heart with a deeper appreciation. Talking with you, sir, about these murder bears got me to just, you know, I never was a Ewoks or stupid guy, but I just said uh, Ewoks are what they are at one point, right? Yeah. Uh, once my child, I, I just increase. It's not some joke. It's not some me being ironic. It's not me growing an ironic hipster mustache of Star Wars fandom. I really just am obsessed with a little bit more of the Ewok culture and, all jokes aside, you know, big Game of Thrones fan, you got Baelish, you got Varys, you got the Hand of the King. They're all whispering in the ruler's ears. Why does low gray have this power? I want to <laughs> know. And this figure, it's it's. I love those Kenner figures, like I was saying, because uh, even back then with the rudimentary rudimentary style of figures back in the 80s, the Ewok figures were, were, were bold. And they were robust. They, they, they had some weight in your hands, you know, and I had a low gray. Uh, this one has that same feel. It looks like a Kenner figure to me, with more detail. And then everything he's holding, everything he's wearing—that that skull uh, uh, hat he wears, the skull hat—it's uh, a technical term. Um, the spear, the the, the 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 medicine man kind of uh, uh, staff with the vertebrae on it. It's, it's fierce. It's low gray. I love him, respect him, but I don't trust him. And oh, I want this figure
1: uh well said all great tribute to low gray uh the vintage line could also just be the uh hats off to star wars because you can take almost all their hats off i'm looking at uh naked headed low gray here <laughs> how do you feel about naked headed low gray he's got his ears kind of twisted in like he's listening uh to the ground for rumors <laughs>
0: He is. He is. He says he's a medicine man, but he's not going to give you a band-aid. He's scurrying about getting gossip. Uh, you know, hey, I'm the doctor. Dr. Patient confidentiality. You come into my hut. It's between you and I. And then he's <laughs> around. Um, I love you brought it up because he looks like, you know, uh, it's like Ron Howard taking his hat off. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, you know and i'm stepped away from that myself but like it's like a it's like a slick top ewok head even though he's got fur there the way that the way the ears are it looks like he's got the the hair on the sides and uh slick top <laughs> up there and it's like oh gotcha gotcha put your hat back on if you want it's good um and, uh, i'm making fun of myself in this thing but uh yeah i do it, it it's uh much like red tyrell you're like I guess the skull is so much part of Logre's identity, both in and out of story.
1: Yeah, yeah. It really does look like he could reach up and grab like the uh, beak of that skull and take it off like a baseball cap and just run his his little (laughs) paw over his head going, who, who, oh boy, okay. And he puts it back on and he straightens it.
0: Tough day, tough day at the office.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Chief Chirp almost didn't listen to me. Yeah, I was whispering in his ears. I said,
0: don't release the the uh, dinner, the, the 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 people we cap- uh, captured. And he's to, that ain't no golden god. That's a, that's a robot. That's a robot, I tell you. Um, and Logre did not have his way. But anyways, the Ewoks fought, and they helped topple the Empire. So Logre probably had a lot of good in him. I'm just being a little mean. But that is why he is number five on my list. This figure inspires a lot of questions and stories in my head. Yes, so, he uh, does. With that, we're going to go to your number four,
1: sir. Uh, my number four, it was uh, it, it was a little bit hard to decide because there are a lot of great main Star Wars characters. We're talking, you know, Pivotal, Luke, Han, Leia, Obi-Wan, Kenobi. Uh, but this is one that I have held in my hands on convention floors and thought, should I spend the $40? Uh, I have no idea what it was now. That was a, a couple of years ago. I believe I held this in my hand in Las Vegas, but it is luke skywalker lightsaber construction uh we talked about this uh on the last episode where the uh, or a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago i believe where we started to get into uh cut scenes, action figures based on deleted scenes uh and yeah. this one was for me kind of one of the perfect like oh it's it's actually luke skywalker it's jedi knight luke skywalker in his cool uh, black robes with a uh a nice cloth jedi robe maybe a little bulky maybe a little bit too big but oh it's not only from a deleted scene like the sandstorm it's from the deleted scene that captured my imagination the most uh whenever i first heard that it actually existed of the did you know there was a scene where luke mm-hmm. is actually building his lightsaber uh and it's got the image on the actual uh, card of Luke with the hood up, I believe, playing with it. Uh, and it comes not not only with the, uh, a completed green lightsaber, but a hilt that has a little part of it open. And as uh, is, is described here on Jedi Business, a lightsaber construction tool. <laughs> uh, so there's just there's so much, you know, romance um, to jedi and uh their lightsabers and to luke skywalker in particular that an action figure that kind of captures that romance of building your lightsaber is uh, high up on my list an lct lightsaber
0: construction tools what you have there huh uh this is great yeah you talk about uh, the legend passed on down like did you hear there was a scene that was such a real thing even even by this point with the internet and YouTube and everything, it was still, you could still have that conversation. Oh, this figures that one scene, was that the movie? No, here, here's why you could, you still have that. And, and I love that it inspires that, it, that this inspires those conversations. It's, it, it's for a dude building, building a weapon. It's a pretty action packed, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 figure here. He's yeah. Got elbows into it. He's, he's very solemn, looking on the, on the faces got a solemn face just kind of like i'm concentrating 3po get to the get to the palace i
1: like yeah it. yeah and i think um you know those the the scene was available uh, you know on the blu-ray and i think that's why the the figure came out but when i was looking at it i had waited and i hadn't i hadn't watched the scene uh so there's also this romance of I, when i was looking at this action figure i hadn't watched the scene yet because i was saving it up um and then when I finally watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is amazing. It's everything I've ever imagined. Also, great idea to cut it. <laughs> totally <laughs> undercuts the uh, the magic of the the saber coming out of R2. Uh, so <laughs> there's part of that, too, of like, this figure is about the romance, not the reality. It's nice to know that this
0: happened. It just we didn't need to see it in the story. Yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. You yeah. got the figure to pay homage to that
1: look at exactly, that exactly exactly so this is an exciting one uh for me uh i also want to note that jedi business says that his hair is parted on the wrong side so uh this uh this is a different luke uh from a certain point of view from a mirror point of view i was gonna point his hair is it's just not only parted
0: different it's just a little poofier a little fluffier where when luke shows up at job's palace he's got a little bit of an 80s kind of uh hair helmet he's got a, a little bit of a Plastered Adam-Rich bowl cut. A little bit, a little bit with a part.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Tatooine's supposed to be a dry heat, not a humid heat, right? Come on. Yeah. Uh, that is a great
0: choice, sir, for your number four. We're going to go up to my number four, and I'm going to Attack of the Clones. And this one, this choice is all about detail, all about, uh, again, helmets and parts of it coming off, if you want. <laughs> uh, my number four is Zam Wessel. Ooh, the clones, bounty hunter, we all know, a changelon, whatever you want to call uh, her there. This is um, this is just, on yeah, a quick glance, and, and not a figure I own, but on a, a quick glance, it's like, is this a Black Series figure? Is this is six inch. It's like really detailed, jumps off the screen, that that long uh, rifle that's going on there, uh, the, um, the uh, blaster on the holster. And then that mask, that little, uh, you know, the, the hat with the little, like, uh, I don't know what they call it there, a little sheath in front of her uh, yeah. face. She pulls down, and then you can take off all of that, as this line seems to want to do. And the figure looks like she is uh, like, a, like a middle-aged Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> like, <laughs> like laying down the law. And, and and breaking barriers, and she's ready to go. She's just always also a bounty hunter. It's like not, <laughs> not the same figure. And I love that. I love that. This whole line is, what can you do when you pull off the helmets? Who is it? Oh, so, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just getting to her face. Oh, you're right. She t- totally does. There's the... um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she is RBG. Well, I mean, I guess she is. You know, she's a Claudite shapeshifter. She can turn into yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg if she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Which ironically jen urso played ruth bader ginsburg so maybe she's pretending to be jen uh,
0: the <laughs> actor who played
1: uh, i know reality from star wars get off my back all right uh oh yeah. yeah that's a this is a great pick just the the design of zam is really cool and this is an action figure that's just really about let's celebrate that cool design
0: yeah and i love the character zam you know she served a purpose in, in in the story there and i don't need much more of her in Movie, but it's one of those we talk about bounty hunters. Bounty hunters, we love. I, I, I think Zam gets overlooked a little bit. You talked about the design. I think it really fits well. And I have always loved the opening sequences of, of Attack of the Clones. Coruscant stuff's great. The sounds, the sounds of Padme's ship and and all that stuff there. Uh, I, I love just f- tooling around Coruscant, uh, the Imperial City. You know that we've been wanting to see since Zahn wrote about something like that. So uh, I enjoy the character. This is uh, there, I know there are other Zam figures out there, but this one I think celebrates and captures the cool design of Zam uh, the best.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I love the way you can actually wrap her her plastic uh, little face mask around. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three yeah. cheers for Zam. Three cheers for Zam. Hip hip hooray. So, uh that's my number
0: 4 and we're going to go to your number 3. My fine
1: sir. Uh my number three is someone who is crucially to me not a bounty hunter, and that is Ori Marco, as he was known back in the dying days of the original Kenner line Prune Face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, the long and storied history of uh, Ori Marco Prune Face. Uh, I-, I love the character. He is a Brazilian Dris- uh, freedom fri- fighter. I absolutely named Ori Marco, but of course the action figure back in the day was Prune Face. Goes in line with a you know, Walrus Man and Hammerhead, but uh, out of all those, Prune Face always <laughs> sounded the most to me like that's ah, just an insult, that's not a nice thing to call a person that's at not. all. Um, but he was one of those back in the day with Kenner, he was one of those figures I probably got in like 85 or 86 when it was when their figures were just barely hanging on, and I was always kind of mystified because he came with a rifle that was brown and a little bit more just like he was shooting at john wayne like it was not very space age so i I still have that kenner figure i love that kenner figure i'm always intrigued uh by updated versions of him there's a great power of the force but this vintage one is really cool because it's got all these great details he he still comes with a uh strange rifle he's got a a a double-barreled shotgun blaster he has a tool that we don't know what it's for <laughs> it's just a tool A uh, great cloak uh with little insignias on it uh, or pouches i'm not sure and then of course his great detailed face that is that is prune like and of course the big old eye patch uh, so a great detailed figure but i'm always going to be attached to ori marco because when i had that figure uh i wasn't able to watch return of the jedi on repeat i wasn't able to freeze frame I didn't remember him from the movie, and I just assumed he was a bounty hunter in the back of Jabba's palace. And I thought that for years and years and years, and then felt so guilty when I realized I had judged him on his appearance. And he is a freedom fighter. Yeah, uh, you're not you're not alone
0: in that. I, I think I was aware of Face, obviously from the uh, Kenner figure, uh, and even on the package, on the old Kenner package of a recall, you can kind of see. All right, he might be part of the rebellion there. Yeah. You just look at him. It's the eye patch. You're a kid in the eighties. That's, that's bad guy. That's uh, that's pirate. <laughs> that's not good. Um, and lesson for us right there, right there. This is a great figure. And again, uh, the, the little Cape, the cow comes down. And so you get to see his head, the eye patch Jedi business laments is not removable. And so therefore this figure Of all the figures we've talked about today, Joseph, other than Luke, Skywalker one, you show me this one. I'm like, oh, hey, prune face. I don't need anything else on it.
1: I know who he is. (laughs) I know. That's our old buddy prune face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can take his cloak off so you can look at his butt. And there is that as well. Freedom fighter. And you can look at his butt
0: there you go it's a two um it's it's a two pa- um, it's a, it's a fold success uh, thing there um look i love his pants i i always he's got like bdu battle dress uniform type of pants cargo pants on he's ready for action man this isn't just some guy sitting there along for the ride i i'd like to think you know he would have gone down to the floor of endor if he if he was called upon he would have been right there oh yeah he's you. dressed for it yeah yeah. And of course, we love the characters return in uh, Resistance Reborn, right? He pops back up. Uh, it's, yes. Uh, a, a great exchange with Leia, where it's basically like, were you there? You, you don't remember me? I sat right next to you. Prune face. Come on. <laughs> it's great stuff. Uh, great choice. Great figure for your number three, which means we're up to my number three. And it is actually in the same little section of the film Return of the Jedi that we're focusing on here. I am choosing Lando Calrissian, General General Lando. Mm. This is to me a bit of an underrated look for Lando. Look, I love Bespin Lando. I love young Lando. I like. I really love Rise of Skywalker Lando coming back in the yellow shirt and everything. I think it's great. Um, I I gotta tell you, you know, I I think his his pant. Shirt combo, I get it. Maybe it's a, it's it's a little drab, a little military style there. But he's got this glorious cape on on this figure here. It looks as though Lando's like, time to fight? Gotcha. But I'm still doing it in style. I <laughs> love the character of Lando. I love this moment. I, I don't think it's a small feat that Lando decides to join the rebellion uh, along with his buddy Han. It all kind of connects. Some of the newer stories kind of really get into his head and, and his sea change. Uh, I, I love it. It should be celebrated. And this figure, and plus that blaster, he's got a little, he's got a little holdout blaster, a little, little blaster on his hip. And the figure, it just looks like he's pulled it up real quickly from his cape, like, freeze, don't move. I got you covered. <laughs> he's ready for
1: war. And I love this Lando. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's He's kind of got this little shoulder holster that's under the cape, right? Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. like, oh, you think that capes uh, just for aesthetics, just for fashion, huh? Well, surprise, surprise. Mm. <laughs> Lando Calrissian's got a blaster in disguise.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Look, Yeah, yeah you know, uh, Tatooine, job in Spiles, Lando. There's so many cool Landos to get. This one's just slow and steady, but it wins the race. And this is why uh, I have it. Um, or I like it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember in the movie, is his cape... Yeah, it's been like two weeks since I've watched Return of the Jedi. You
1: remember? Uh, is his cape this bold and blue in, in the movie, or is he a little more drab? I, I can't recall. I think he's pretty blue. Okay. I don't I don't think they'd change it on us. And I'm scanning these uh these uh Jedi business notes. They would get mad if they thought the cape was too blue. <laughs> <laughs> Not mad, but they are they are very good analysis.
0: They are. So that is uh my number three, which means we've reached your number two.
1: Excellent. My number two. Oh, I did just see they they have strong opinions about the cape. They feel it is too big and doesn't match the cape Lando wore in the movie closely. All right, there you go. (laughs) But it's still a great figure. Uh, My number two is wow. uh, You know, I picked something different for my number one because it it sort of moved me emotionally about what the what the vintage line means to me. But the number two might be my favorite, just actual action figure in the line for myself and that is an exclusive it was an exclusive uh from brian's toys it is individually cool but there's a bunch of stuff about it that just puts it over the top and going over the top with me is jocasta new there is so much to love in this action figure ken uh we i think both really like the character of jocasta new in mm-hmm. attack of the clones she was one of the characters that really fleshed out like yeah the jedi just don't don't just like sit and have meetings uh they have this whole culture they have these archives there is a jedi librarian so jocasta Nu is a cool character and to have an action figure of her is great and then the actual action figure is amazing she's got all of this uh, detailed sort of a uh, design on her cool and unique jedi robes her uh fingers are posed in this one of the hands can hold the lightsaber and the other hand has like two fingers up. Like she's either doing like a Jedi mind trick or maybe that's like how you shush people in the library in star Wars is my guess for that. Um, So she's individually cool. She would be on the top of my list anyway, but then she comes with uh, the bust of Dooku, the, the statues in the archives of the Jedi who have left. And then, that's still not cool enough, so you can take the actual head off of the pillar. You can take the Dooku bust off, and underneath that is as a holocron. And this figure it just keeps getting cooler as I read more and more about it. I just lost more and more of my mind. It's so cool. I mean, she's
0: got a satchel for carrying books, and you're... I mean- <laughs> It and the detail on her robe, uh, the detail on her face and her hair, and the little uh, uh pins in her hair, uh, the bust—it's amazing. The holocron—I didn't notice that. Until I just clicked on the picture. This is not only the set that keeps on giving. It—it it just really, really is—is is, is one of the more more detailed packages uh, 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 in all these collections that we have talked about. It's got a lot there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I looked it up uh, so I could see the actual packaging, because Jedi business doesn't always have pictures of the actual packaging. And, and she came in this larger box that looked like the Jedi archives, and she's carded yeah. individually uh, as a figure, and then uh, the Dooku bust is, is separate. So it's this whole cool, elaborate package. And I think one of the things about it, besides just liking Jocasta New and all the stuff that she comes with is cool— this figure reminds me of part of the reason that we love action figures. Uh, the Toys That Made Us has these great interviews that talk about that idea that making an idea concrete in real gives it power. It's some of the ways that we can interact with it uh, and have it make sense to us. In the fact that this is just packed with ideas, right? Jacasta Nu herself is an idea. The idea of a Jedi librarian. The that they would make busts of the people who leave you. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like the Jedi can't let go of their exes, and they have to build statues of them to remind. Oh, this is the person who left us. And then the holocron on top of it. There's just there's so much storytelling in this molded plastic, and it excites me so much. It's it's really
0: good, and and uh, yeah, this character. It's one of those curiosities. You you know the Jedi had had a library, and there was a librarian, and you know, and then she's a little. You know, she's a little dour, a little, uh, you know, very convinced of some of her own knowledge there. So she kind of got a bad reputation. But I thought that Vader comic did a great job of really kind of adding some wonderful depth, depth to the character. And, and you know, with that lightsaber in hand, willing to fight and, and protect the list of Jedi uh, out there and the children and everything in, in that comic book. I want more Jocasta new uh, stories, the adventures of the Jedi librarian. Uh, like, give it to me, Disney Plus. This is your chance.
1: Yeah, please, please. Disney Plus Jocasta News Series. I am all on board. Uh, mm-hmm. For myself, the last thing I wanted to share is I did I did look her up on Amazon to, to uh, see the price, which is, you know, as these figures go, it was high, but not uh, not I- insane. So I'll have to give that some thought for myself. Uh, but <laughs> I wanted to share this Amazon review. Uh, one of the reviews uh, said, it's most definitely the old lady from the library in the movie with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. And one person found that helpful. <laughs> As if they're like,
0: oh, well, it, you know, we, I mean, the, 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 I, don't know, I was going to say the cult of Jocasta new there's a lot of people that love her. But that, I remember not too long ago, one of my first Star Wars trivia matches on the schmodan this was, this was a, a question, right? And, and, I think it was in that Witwer match, and we both answered it. I remember some people coming up to me afterwards like, well, I can't even believe they've named the librarian. I want to be like, every character has a name and story. That's why we love it. That's why we love Star Wars. <laughs> what are you doing? So I love that Jocasta New gets her kind of uh, day in the sun here.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful figure. Uh, very awesome. Uh, we're
0: going to move up to my number two, and it is a cheat, but it is a it is a, it is a a real uh, cheat here. I, I went in a different direction here, and my number two is the Imperial Scanning Crew from A New Hope? Right, these are the guys who got that big bulky box ready to scan the Falcon. And I remember, even as a kid, I was like, "Man, computers are big. Man, you got to carry a big scanning computer around." That <laughs> case. um, and I love them. But this is just a Kmart exclusive. I had a Kmart down the street from my my house in you know in AG where I grew up. Uh, I didn't get this. This and this is you know well after that time. But here's the thing: it's a two pack, but not these guys. No, no, no. You got Imperial scanning crew member one and TK four two one, the stormtrooper, and then you got Imperial scanning crew member two with uh the officer that's asking about TK four two one. Uh, I'm not you know though and I could just go with those, but I'm concentrating on the scanning crew now. Now I do want TK four two one and and the officer there, but um. I, I love this. You talk about focus on little details, little scenes. I, I was, I always kind of felt bad for those scanning guys. Like, I don't know, like they're just doing their job and then will and you know, the empire's got some bigger problems. I know, but like another, eh, I don't know, knocked out, stunned, killed at worst. I don't know what's Han and Luke doing to them. I was, I was a little obsessed with them as a kid and just what was in the box. What's in the box. What's in the box. So to find <laughs> these characters in vintage form, uh, it's paying homage to, again, one of those classic early trivia questions you're supposed to know. What's the Stormtroopers? Oh, TK-421. I know that one. So it's a it's a scene yeah. that we all grow up with and we all love. And here it is in figure form, the Imperial Scanning Crew.
1: That is absolutely amazing there's so much about this i hadn't i hadn't dived in uh, to see exactly how cool this is uh that it came with the uh with an officer as well and you can take his hat off <laughs> yes <You're> very <laughs> strict haircut on yeah look at his receding hairline that's amazing uh yeah i, I think there you're you're right to celebrate these these i uh the 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 Times that they've been made action figures, they've also been one of those like, yep, yep, yep. They finally got around to those uh, less exciting guys, but they're but they're fascinating because they're less exciting. I think because yeah. they don't have elaborate, cool armor. They're not the, you know, Death Star gunner with the bizarre helmet. They're dudes who look like, you know, that scamming crew box. Um, yeah, could have a giant computer, but also, does it have their lunch? Because they're just like, right. they're just guys. <laughs> there's people who are working they don't have any armor and like you know those overalls look like they're just like hanging in the closet on the death star and they put them on and maybe they <laughs> yeah. you know get them uh, thrown away every day who knows uh yeah. and they're just kind of work a day work a day guys uh very cool set yeah.
0: well it connects to me as, as you talk it's connects to like Bodhi Rook like you know I never want to paint the empire as innocent here but like Bodhi Rook Imperial cargo pilot got a job supporting his family. He's, he learns what's going on and he, and he takes a stand, right? And he, and he makes it better for Galen and for himself and for his family. I got to imagine one of these guys might've been that too. Um, I'm good with computers. Uh, they got some kind of uh, job opening. Uh, I can use my scanning skills. I don't know. I'm on some big space station um, you know, where the other guy's like, no, we must bring control back to a chaotic galaxy. Maybe maybe they had those interesting conversations on their lunch break. Um, yeah, that's the, that's what you can do with these figures. It inspires that kind of headcanon in your mind.
1: Absolutely. And his eyes look like he is. Uh, he's had it with his job, too. So that, yeah. <laughs> that adds yeah. even more. There
0: you go. That's my number two. We are almost uh, done here. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break. But on the other side, we've got some honorable mentions. We always do. We're even adding some as we were recording. And then we'll each have our number one favorite figure in the Vintage Collection 2010 to 2013. Stick around here for more Star Wars Way. Welcome back to Star Wars Ranked. Me and Joseph Grimshaw are here talking figures. Joseph, this, these conversations, we love doing them unranked. I, I think because it's not just the figures itself. It's so clear, how These figures just inspire not just nostalgia, but just more thoughts and, 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 and feelings of, of respect and love and questions for these characters. That's the power of these figures.
1: Yeah, yeah. They make you ask yourself a little bit about why you like the character and why you want that specific character in action figure form, why one speaks to you more than others. And, you know, also it's just for me, it's such a huge part of my love of Star Wars is the action figures. It's a big part of the adventure. So it's fun to talk both deep and just like, yeah, but I want to play with them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's still hard to take them out of the package because it's just so nice to display on a wall, but. I've been doing it with the Legos lately, and it's a little addicting. Once you start, forever down the dark side of ripping open
1: boxes,
0: <laughs> destined to be dominated by. All right, uh, enough of Mangolin Yoda's words. We're going to continue our look at the vintage collection, the 2010, which uh, to 2013 line. It debuted in two, April 3rd, 2010, with a German Jedi Con exclusive convention two pack featuring four Lom or four L O M and Zuckus. So that's quite a way to start the collection. Uh Joseph, we are going to be talking though here uh, about some honorable mentions before we get to our number 1. What is on your list?
1: Oh yeah, there's a there's a great number to pick from. Uh the Cloud Car Pilot jumped out at me. Uh yeah. one of the things about this line is that it has one foot in the past and one foot in the future in that of course the actual vintage artwork on the package and the style, but then that the these Uh, figures are so much more advanced than some of the others. Uh, (laughs) And the Cloud Car Pilot was a figure that I don't think was exciting to a lot of people, but as I've talked about here on Force Center before, I made up a whole backstory uh, for my Cloud Car Pilot. Uh, He uh, had a brief uh, uh, fling, or rather tried to, Leia rejected him uh, while uh, (laughs) Han was still in uh, carbon freezing. In the adventures I played with my action figures, working through a lot of things. We don't need to dive into that. Let's talk about this figure. He's a, he's super detailed. He's got a dumb mustache, and you can take his hat off.
0: off, I'm laughing too because I'm thinking back. I'm I'm like nine or ten, and I had my GI Joe figures, and I knew from the comic books that Destro and Baroness had a thing. But I remember one time having a whole like arc of with my play. You know, four days after school, coming home, I got to continue the story where Destro cheated on Baroness with Zarana, Zartan's sister. Like, what are you, What are, what's going on there? Uh, just, oh these are concepts I didn't even know it, Ted. and here you got the cloud car pilot courting Leia you were writing the courtship of Princess Leia before it came out
1: <laughs> the courtship of the cloud car pilot that's my new pitch uh, but an, an insanely detailed figure for a that is it's about nostalgia for the other yeah. figure because you barely see this character right I mean uh, but this amount of detail its it's a beautiful figure
0: it's, it is a very good figure indeed. Got that little pistol. I've always loved the, the color scheme on the Cloud Car pilots because it's so, you know, Empire comes out in eighty, as We know it's it's developed and shot and, and made in the late 70s. And you look at that guy and you're like, yeah, he's at a disco. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at Studio 54, he's, he's doing it.
1: Absolutely. Uh, the only way this uh, figure could be more accurate is if there was just a little bit of white powder in that mustache. Then he would yeah. be spot on.
0: Uh, what happens at Bestman <laughs> stays in Bestman. All right,
1: Claf- <laughs> that's right. Uh, a- yeah. So yeah. Uh, other other runner ups quickly because uh, I could go on all day is uh, Anakin Skywalker from Phantom Menace. Uh, they mm-hmm. have made you know in different action figure lines a young young Padawan uh, Anakin, but I like that this one actually comes with uh, the lightsaber the training droid, and the uh, training helmet, so you can totally play it out uh, Anakin as a young kid being taught by Yoda. It's just a cool idea and a cool figure.
0: Love it. Love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, My next one is also Phantom Menace, and that is Dalte Dauphine, perhaps better known uh, to fans as That Stunted Slime, (laughs) Mm -hmm. personally insulted by Darth Sidious, and a great figure, comes with a blaster and you can take his hat off <laughs> 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 and uh i beg of you if you if you click on jedi business as you're listening to this uh <laughs> click on this uh picture of Dalte dofine without his uh hat on because there's a distinct homer simpson vibe somehow
0: yes it did. yes
1: yes <laughs> i don't know how We were <laughs> put it 17. there oh that's
0: great Oh, man, they're obsessed. All right, so what if we bring back some of the figures of old, but this time you can take their hats off. Sold! (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Star Wars vintage. This time you can take their hats off. Uh, only two others uh, on this list. Uh, oh, I lied. There's three. I'll be fast though. Padme Amidala, peasant disguise. I, I think that's a great costume. This is a great detailed uh, figure. I believe you can take her hat off. Uh, <laughs> I just also like that it is labeled peasant disguise because uh, they're they're on the uh, the transport there trying to blend in. And even even when Padme's in peasant disguise. She looks sharp. She's got a real... That's a fancy peasant disguise, and I like capturing that in action figure form. Um, one one that we added as we were talking right before we started recording is this Darth Vader, Return of the Jedi. Uh, I scrolled past it because there are a bunch of Darth Vaders that have... They're great they're trying to capture that uh, palpatine's lightning and it's just always these weird blue squiggles and it just looks like vader's trying to shampoo his head so i, I scrolled past it quickly but then when you and i were talking you pointed out that is more detailed got the severed hand and the thing that puts it over the top that kind of translucent helmet where you can see anakin's skull inside so that's that's, that's yeah. worthy of a runner-up when you can see the skull inside
0: yeah, I remember that one on the uh, on the rack at that uh, shop I used to go to, um, and that one, yeah, that got me there. I also love the just you've invented Sith shampoo for when you need to <laughs> really wipe wipe away the good side.
1: <laughs> wipe away the good side <laughs> with <laughs> Sith shampoo. We're making money now. Uh, my final runner up is this uh, Ewok two pack uh, that I picked uh, out of love for the Ewoks, but also just uh, their names. You can get an Ewok two pack. With Chubray and Stemzy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just sounds like some uh, exotic European uh, techno band from the eighties. Chubray and Stemzy, yeah.
0: yes, oh, that's great. <laughs> with one of on those Ewoks. Uh, all right, that's a great runner-up. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. It's it's just basically, you know, we formed these lists, cut some cut some uh, characters and we just know we have to still talk about them. Uh, on my list, I got the Gamorian Guard. I I just really it, it's it's bulky, it's big, it's a little clumsy looking, but it's the detail on the face, including the size of the face, like the 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 size of the face on the Gamorian Guards, in scale to the rest of the body, I've always thought they're just ginormous and this one really captures it um and uh, the hunch, everything about it and I know they just released, you know, recently the the black series Gamorian Guard. Uh, and, you know, and it, and it makes you really think about the Kenner uh, Gamorrean Guard, which is a, which is a good figure. Uh, then I, uh, I'm i going with ayla Secura. I, I you know, hey, the Raver Jedi, you know, you got to like her. And you, it was sad to see her go in Order 66. This one, they added a big cloak. Uh, and I just obsessed with that. Like, yep. All right. She wasn't all just Midriff. She had a cloak, too. <laughs> uh, that um, was there. Uh, Dr. Evazin because, hey, talk about those little moments that you grew up with. Hey, a pig man's got a figure. And I'm on board for that. Uh, it wasn't until years later as a child uh, that you know we all learned he had a name and uh, some nefarious designs on those around him. Uh, then I'm going to, with Nabu Pilot. I just like the detail of that. Bulky uh, kind of... Uh, uh, I'm like, can you fly in that kind of robe? I don't know. <laughs> Good. I like that one there. And then my final two here... Uh, it's an exclusive. It was, um, scrolling down a bit. It was a San Diego comic-con exclusive in 2012 and it is Jar Jar Binks in carbonite. Now, look, I, mm. I love, Jar Jar. I'm sympathetic to Jar Jar, especially love him at best, but I also get it. And this was the thing going around and this is maybe, uh, you know, some, some negative, uh, thoughts behind uh, this, uh, figure, but, uh, to have this figure I'd I'd like Jar Jar and Carbonite right now. I'd put them on my wall as a a, a sign of honor to the character that is controversial understandably but also has a, a special place in a lot of people's hearts mine included. Uh and then the final one here and this one as we were talking uh, getting ready for the show I was like yeah I'm going to add this one. Um it's the Leia Sandstorm figure and I on another set <laughs> on Sandstorm figure. But Joseph, this was this is real practical because I had never really thought about this. They get escape the sales sail barge. They're heading back to the Falcon. Sandstorm hits. We know from the deleted scenes in the novel. We see, yay! So it's Leia with goggles and a big uh, poncho on, a big cloak, but also underneath, she's got the steel bikini because (laughs) why wouldn't she? They just fled. She didn't have time to grab her to go bag or a pair of pants. And I've never thought about that. I never looked at it like, oh, that's right. She would be, she would be dressed like that. So, uh, which also means somewhere in her own collection might be this bikini that she kept it as a, an ode to the Hutt Slayer she became, where she got rid of it as a, as a, you know, to cleanse what had happened to her. I don't know. That's for Leia to tell, but this figure makes me think about that kind of stuff. It inspires story. And, I'm on board for it. I've never really seen this figure anywhere, um, so it caught me off guard, and I enjoy it. It's a runner-up on my list.
1: Oh, that's a you had a lot of great thoughts in your runner-up list. Yeah, the the uh, Leia wrapping up the bikini, and, and the thought of oh, what did what, what did she do? Did she just throw it down a trash chute? Did she gift it to some Ewoks? What happened to that? Is <laughs> Pretty fascinating. Um, You said a couple things that I really appreciate about this line, uh, the Good Morning Guard's head uh, Mm. being the actual right size. This line pays a lot of attention to proportion. I read on a couple of these uh, great Jedi business descriptions that like, Leia is actually the height she should be in comparison to other figures in that. Too. So shout out to that line for accuracy. And then another thing about this line is it's really having a sense of humor and a sense of play and being meta and self-aware and aware of fans. And I think the the Jar Jar Binks in Carbonite is being really aware of that. It's taking some of that, you know, anger that people had, a, a dislike of the character and making it playful and fun. Uh it's playful and fun at the time but I click on it now and it's like Mm, is this a spoiler is uh is the mando gonna capture jar jar <laughs> in mandalorian season three <laughs> uh they they were developing it then uh
0: yeah yeah oh wow yeah no yeah and i love too that he's got kind of han's hand position in carbonite like i guess that's just the natural go-to position ah like uh. <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, uh, continue and wrap up our list with our uh, number one choices for our favorite figures in the Vintage Collection from 2010 to 2013. I will go number one, so the Justice may close down the list with his number one. I am going to a classic character, a character that I don't own a lot of, and even though I love him, I just I just never really collect these type of figures, and it's the droid figures. i got to question myself why, but this is... R2 D2, or what a lot of people would call bar two D2. This is R2 serving drinks on the sail barge. Mm. Holy. Moly. I love this. I love this figure. I love this scene. This is one of the most underrated comedy scenes in Star Wars because we don't, you know, we don't get to hear R2's words. We just have his reactions, you know, uh, people's reactions to him are the translations for us. I love the three PO bumps into him. Knocks him down. Three says, "What are you doing here?" There's a beep, and Three Pio's like, "Yeah, I see that you're serving drinks, which means that R2 <laughs> is like, I'm serving drinks, jerk. Like, what does it look like? <laughs> I love that R two has that sass, has that kind of a humor, and it's a great little scene. And this pays homage to that. And man, who doesn't want R two D two serving drinks? I bet he mixes a mean cocktail. I bet he knows. Oh the way yeah.
1: About. Yeah, he's got a drink dispenser arm, according to this. So, yeah, he's not just, like, carting him around. He's he's squirting him out <laughs> <laughs> from somewhere, That's somehow. Somewhere. I love the detail of this figure. Yeah, the Bar 2 d 2 is just, obviously, is uh, someone who enjoys a uh, cocktail and R2-D2. Just a great character. But I love that he also comes with a lightsaber hilt. So, built into this figure is, yeah, 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 you think he's just serving drinks, but no... He is about to contribute to ending all of Jabba's scum and villainy.
0: <laughs> uh, and he's just, you know, and you got to imagine he's mixing the drink drinks really strong so that a lot of the potential combatants will, will just be a little more inebriated and maybe be out of the battle. It was all part of the plan. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it also uh, makes me think that if R2D is doing any actual squirting of fluid, that whatever counts as astromech spit, he is definitely putting that in the drinks.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. R2D2, hero of the galaxy, and holds the number one spot on my list of my favorite vintage collection figures from 2010-2013, which means, sir, we are up to your number one figure
1: my number one figure is a cheat because it is two figures kind of combined and figures that I scrolled past at first going, I get it. I get it. But then they, to me, came together to symbolize what I really like about this vintage line. And they are both Boba Fett. Um, there's the Boba Fett that comes out uh, pretty early in the line. Uh, a couple different versions, uh, but it's the one with the Empire Strikes Back paint job. And I scrolled past it because, like, it's a Boba Fett action figure. Most Boba Fett action figures uh, look pretty good. This this one looks like a great one. But then I didn't realize, keeping with the tradition of this uh, line, you can take his hat off, or rather his helmet, and. It's not just a basic Empire Strikes Back. You've seen it a thousand times. This one's done well. Great. It's got what is so new that we didn't know in 1980 with Empire Strikes Back. And you can take his helmet off and you can see Tamura Morrison with a big scar on his face. And it's incredibly well done.
0: Oh, yeah. look And the paint job on the figure It's perfectly bold, green, beige and dirty like he's been around the galaxy.
1: Yeah, like he's been doing some fighting. So mm-hmm. I love that it is, in some ways, uh, for me, you know, who had such great love of Empire and the action figures then mm-hmm. and saw all these designs actually on the shelf. It is very vintage, but it's still very, very new and captures all of that. Um, the other Boba Fett then is the one that's a little bit more meta, having a sense of humor, having a, a, a sense of uh, the culture around Star Wars, not just making cool action figures. But that is, this was a Hasbro Mailway, and it is the Boba Fett with rocket-firing action. All right. Now, this action figure is not just on the vintage card, it is actually vintage itself. It is made to look like the much simpler action figures of the uh, 70s and 80s, 1980 in particular, of course. Uh, but it's not just that, it's the rocket-firing, and of course, people at this point know the rocket-firing story that, when we were kids, there were all these rumors that uh, Boba Fett uh, had a, an addition of his action figure where you could actually fire the rocket. Mm-hmm. And now we know that was just a, a prototype that never actually got released. So it's so great for them to go back and go, and we're doing vintage. How can we make this truly vintage? Let's take something that was a rumor, something that was a legend, and <laughs> let's make it reality. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's got everything. It's got the, the long... The rocket is the long red plastic piece, you know, so you can load it up. It's got the little spring with the little L. Yeah.
1: Locked and loaded, ready to go. There for action. I like it. Yeah, and it is, you know, the Hasbro mail-away, which makes it even more vintage since Boba Fett was a mail-away back in the day. So between these two, one is the, oh, it kind of looks like, yep, been there, done that with Boba Fett. But no, you take his helmet off. And then this one is the true all-in vintage. but The vintage that we remember, the dream that we remember that wasn't a reality, but adults can now make come true by making these action figures. Uh, So I like those as a combo for what Star Wars is really about to me, about that combination of the new and the old and about our relationship with it. But also it just got me thinking because of what the particularly the vintage one that looks like the Boba Fett from back in the day, got me thinking about, uh, we're having all these Boba Fett debates right now because of the various rumors about him reappearing. And for me, just looking at this vintage action figure that looks at the 1981, it just brings me back to why people my age connected to Boba Fett of, you know, just imagine seeing him in empire strikes back. You don't know his fate in return of the Jedi. He looks cool. He outsmarts Han Solo. He stands up to Darth Vader He's got the coolest, weirdest ship you've ever seen. And that's all you know about him. And you have years to wonder. That's why people got attached to Boba Fett. And it's right here in this figure.
0: Absolutely. It's all there. And then they uh, honor kind of the expanding, continuing legacy of the character. And the other one you're talking about here with the Tamar Morrison and coming back and, and connecting that up to the prequel. So that's a good pick. Yeah, Boba Fett. Uh, the one thing no one can ever take away from Boba Fett is what a damn cool design. And you're right. When you held them in your hands, you're like, I want to know more about the man behind the mask. And I think we finally will get to know a lot more about him uh, in uh, the year or so to come here. So that is a great choices to be on your list. them. <laughs> Uh, love it, love it so much. Uh, this line, we always sit down to talk about it, and uh, think we're going to rush through them. And there's so much to say about all these figures; they inspire everything, which is why we love them so much. So, uh, you out there, if you got a story, uh, got a, some of your figures, you have some of these, you want to share? Them, you can do so by reaching out on Twitter. Find us at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. We are on Instagram. We are on YouTube. Uh, don't forget, we got some stuff on there, including some uh, rebroadcasts of previous Star Wars Ranked Figure episodes uh, on there as well. And uh, don't forget to go to tpublic.com slash user slash force center if you want to pick up some merch to support us there. And if you want to try an audiobook on us, go to audibletrial.com slash force center. That's audibletrial.com slash force center to get a free audiobook on us. You can go to kennapsack.com for more, more of my adventures and uh, josephscrimshaw.com for more of yours and you got some stuff you're doing uh well actually i'm thinking about the time of the release this might be done right <laughs> but they can just <laughs> <laughs> so, we record these whenever various times in the universe yeah. so uh, anything going on special for you joseph you want to talk about
1: uh no no you can find me on twitter and instagram and keep up with all of the various adventures there uh, it's at joseph scrimshaw
0: Do it, do it, do it. All right, that is it this week. See you next time on Star Wars Ranked. And, yep, Star Wars has been ranked.